reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king, advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Last week, our Lord, <clears throat> speaking to this group who had gathered at the home of a Pharisee, said that when you're invited to a dinner, take the lowest seat. So that you may be noticed and you may be called up higher. And today he follows up saying that taking that lowest seat also means renouncing everything for him. Whoever does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. And among the possessions that we renounce is also the attachment to father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, even, even our own life. And, and so being a disciple of our Lord means that he is the only one. He's the only one that we submit our life to. He's the only one that we surrender to. He's the only one that we're concerned about whether or not we're in good favor, whether or not we're pleasing to him. 
His face is the only face we look to for approval. And he reminds us that as we decide each day, as we decide each day to be Christians, as we decide each day to follow him, that that's the cost. So like the person who sits down to construct a tower, make sure that he has everything that he needs. So to we, as we embark on this journey of the Christian life, as we set out to follow our Lord, We have to make sure that we have all we need and sort of works in the opposite way. Rather than gathering a bunch of materials to make sure that we have enough to build the tower, we have to take an inventory of our life and ask ourselves the question like, what is it that I am surrendering to What is it in my life that I'm counting on? What is it in my life I'm seeking affirmation from? What is it in my life that I'm taking refuge in and I'm going to leave all of that behind? Is there anything else in my life that I need to surrender in order to make more space in my heart for our Lord? Is there anything left to leave behind so that I can follow our Lord unreservedly? Do I need to leave behind the preoccupation I have for the approval of others, the preoccupation I have for my boss, the preoccupation that I have for the entertainment that I follow or pursue? Do I need to leave behind my attachment to my own power, my own control? My desire to save everybody else? So that I can truly be free. Lord sort of echoes the Old Testament prophets who reveal to us that the Lord our God is a jealous God, that he wants our whole heart. And Jesus also desires our whole heart. He's willing to love us that much. And so to truly surrender our life to him means that 
we're willing to leave all of these other things behind and to see ourselves only as he sees us. That's the goal. That's holiness. To see ourselves only as he sees us. And his words sort of echo in our heart as we have to give up a lot of things or we might have to lose a lot of things or what am I going to have left for me? In the work I do with young people, I often say to them, you might have to give up television forever or you might have to give up YouTube forever because in order to attain purity of heart and to avoid the temptations that you fall into very frequently, you might have to give up some other things. And oftentimes they'll look at me and they'll say something like, Father, if I give that up, what am I going to have left? In today's gospel, if I give up my family, what am I going to have left? But our Lord's promise is that we'll have more. In another place, he says, that we'll have much more in the kingdom of heaven. And when we live into our Christian life, when we live into our baptismal promises, when we live into that surrender to Jesus and he fills our hearts, we're able to love our families more purely, more freely, more fruitfully. We're able to flourish in our jobs more freely more fruitfully. And our Lord begins to magnify the work that we do in our lives. And the people that we encounter, maybe we're preoccupied with what they think of us, start to look at us differently because they only see Jesus there. They only see Jesus in us. Just as Jesus says that whoever looks at him only sees the Father in him. And so in our detachment from things, as we leave everything else behind in order to make room for our Lord, we come to know the true freedom for which Christ has set us free. And in that freedom, we're more free to love people that he places in our lives. We're more free to 
live into the vocation and the mission that he's called us to. And so today, let us pray for the gift of wisdom that we may truly come to know where those obstacles, where those attachments are in our life, that we may come to see clearly the things that we need to leave behind. The attachments that we need to leave behind in order to completely surrender our hearts to the great grace, love, and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, and that in that surrender, he will make our lives fruitful. And that we will glorify him and radiate his love to each person that we encounter.